everybody. It's John, and it is the holidays. It is time to take back your family that you didn't like all year long. But it's also time to be grateful. So why don't you go to our comedy food truck pages on Instagram and Facebook and give us your favorite family holiday memory. I think that would be fun to remember, right? Hopefully you have at least one. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Comedy Food Truck Podcast. We talk life, food, relationships, and have fun with all of it. And now here's your host, comedian John Hill. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is John, and uh, I'm your host, and we are so excited that you have joined us again. And when I say you, I mean singular. (laughs) That one person who listens to us every week, uh, because most everyone else we have offended and chased off. (laughs) We... we, (laughs) We messed people up so much they went and voted. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, as always, I want to introduce the crew, and we actually have a special uh, treat for you uh, this episode. But first of all, uh, to my right, and he's usually to my left, so I'm really throwing me off. Is Jared, our tech guy, say what's up, Jared? Hey, everybody, how's it going? Hold on, Jared's going to be back, and we had to say hi to our man Gator, who uh, is still using an Android. Oh. Uh, Christmas <laughs> is near. I think we're going to start a GoFundMe. I think you should. Yeah, yeah. but you don't know where that's at because you're on Android and you can't find those kind of websites, right? <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> now say hello to everybody. Say hello to everybody. Hello, Scott. everybody. All right. So Jared uh, yeah. has set us up with an episode. Uh, we are doing this uh, based on his uh, suggestion mm-hmm. because we've actually had one before, I think. I counted one. Maybe you guys, have we had more than one guest, guest? before? No. I think we've only had one. Just one. Ray. Right? Our man Ray from yeah. Ray Balloons, who came out and told us all about balloons. Mm-hmm. Right? And yep. then you tried to get some balloons in what? In what? You tried to get some balloons at some point in time. From him? Yeah. Like for free? No. Oh. For an event. Oh, for an event. Oh, you mean recently? Yeah. Yeah, but I, but we want Ray's business to do well. Right. See, actually what <laughs> happened was, right, what had happened was, it was my wife's birthday this last week, so I called Ray Balloons to get some balloons. I mm-hmm. didn't call him. I filled out his online form, yeah. and I didn't hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> Ray. And then That's he, bad marketing. He got back to me about two hours before the event. He's like, hey, dude, I saw this, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry I missed it, but if it makes you feel any better, because of COVID, there's no helium, so I couldn't do it anyway. Too bad I ordered one million balloons. Yeah, right. I was, I was going to set you up, bro. I was going to make you a Fortune 500. No, probably more like Fortune, fortune point, point five. Yeah, <laughs> Fortune fifty cent. Fortune fifty, 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 Fortune fifty. All right, Jared. But anyway, so today yeah. we're gra- we're breaking ground because now we have actually another guest. It only took us several months, <laughs> almost a year. Yeah, almost the whole first I, year. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. Um, I'm going to introduce Cristiano. He's been a friend of mine for a long time. I actually work for him as well, which is really cool. Uh, Chris is a ball of energy. Chris is a business owner. He's a singer. He uh, was a collegiate, or uh, actually, he wrestled. No. Yep. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) Wrestle. He wrestled. Yeah. And Chris is a marketing genius. So uh, we just want to have Chris on and have some fun. So everybody say hello, Chris Yano. What's up, Chris Yano? What's up? What's up, Chris? I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, he's got one of those raspy, like, uh, was it? What's that dude, the old singer that used to, not not that Chris has a bad voice, <laughs> Michael. Uh, Michael Bolton? Bolton. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of got a Bolton voice. You got any Bolton songs in there, Q? Well, listen, I've never in my life heard I have a raspy voice, but I'll take it. 
Well, I mean, in the best way. Manly. Yeah, I mean, in the best way. I sound like a girl, but that's maybe I'm talking low on purpose. (laughs) That could be. We have volume issues. Yeah, (sighs) we have to keep it down for the neighborhood. (laughs) 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 I'm super stoked to be on, fellas. And by the way, it's got to be more than singular because I, you know, told you that my son and I listened to, and technically my youngest daughter so that was like we you at least got four okay that's good. at least four man see our viewership just went up that's right boom that's yep. cool i got it raise <laughs> balloons and they were gonna listen to us again because they just rabbed them out and <laughs> so we lost one listener and gained four we got four that's funny give and take give and take that's right <laughs> okay so kick us off jerry what do we tell interview them, man i'm gonna what? put it on you do it Ooh, get it. Yeah, what I'm not. Got? I'm not great at this. But Let, let's hey, Jared, let people know about yeah. Chris. Hit me with your best shot. Okay. Uh oh. You got it. Season making '80s references. So I had mentioned uh, Chris is a business owner. Um, we uh, he runs a internet marketing company uh, called Rhino Strategic Solutions. So uh, Chris, I just want to ask you a little bit about the history of Rhino. Um, I know the history. These guys don't. Our listeners don't. Uh, if you could just kind of go a little bit of the background of how you got started and where we're at now. Yeah, sure. You want to know about the strategery? The strategery. Strategery. The That's strategery. They teach you that at Harvard yeah. Business School. I really wanted to come up with an easy name to say, so we came up with Rhino Strategic Solutions. <laughs> yes. Um, we thought that was the simplest thing to do. Um, yeah, so I'll go, I'm going to give you the 30,000-foot view, and yeah. feel free to cut in whenever. Um, okay. Originally from Indiana, so I'm a Hoosier boy. I grew up on a huge farm, which is why I got into the uh, internet side of things. So I never had to farm ever in my life because that (laughs) farming is brutal and super tough. Yeah. Um, So, gosh, I went to Indiana State University the way college is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, So they say. And, uh, (laughs) you know, from the actually when you guys appreciate this, Jared, I think you've heard this before, but I went to uh, college not having a clue what I wanted to do except for really play sports and party. That's kind of what my MO was. And, uh, And maybe, you know, meet girls mm-hmm. um you know um, <laughs> pretty much and, the same mo as gator <laughs> gator and i would have been bros in, in college um but i went in for criminal justice i thought i'm gonna be in the sheriff's department i'm gonna be a constable nice okay that's what i thought i was gonna i was gonna do and so uh um i leave uh indiana indiana state in 2000 and i'm like i moved to phoenix i like moved clear across the country so my grandpa's retired farmer and he summered um, he, he was one of those, uh, snowbirds. Oh yeah. Nice. So he was out here and I flew in and I flew to beautiful sun city, Arizona. And it sold me, <laughs> which sun by the way, city. for those listening is a retirement community, uh-huh, right? Everybody yeah, drives um, 20 miles an hour and there is no brake pedal. Yeah. You know what else is funny? You know, a golf cart. You know, the thing is funny guys is like, there are sun cities all over this country and every one of them are retirement areas. Yeah. <laughs> what is the deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> Like we have a Sun City out in our area, Inland Empire, Southern California. Mm-hmm. It's a retirement. Camp. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, I'm sure there's people that aren't retired, but I mean, it's basically built for retired people. Right. And that's where, I, by the way, what I thought you had to be to be a constable was old. <laughs> that's constipated. <laughs> oh, I'm yes. sorry. I, thought... <laughs> I was waiting for who's going to drop that first. <laughs> I couldn't come up with a creative way to roll it out, and I thought it was too soon. But uh, we'll play. We'll play. Yeah. So, but you know what, Sun City's not for. For uh, 21 year old guys. <laughs> I mean, at least not decent ones. Right. That's um, funny. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I moved out here. And, um, you know, I, as a uh, going into criminal justice, I thought, I'm going to come out here. I'm going to join the, the police department. And then I realized that in Phoenix, 
uh, being a police officer is a tad bit different than where I come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like I never even saw one of the helicopters, what, what they call the ghetto bird. Yep. You know, yeah. there's no and one. I saw no one, one like no. the first week I was here and I was like, what is going on? And then, That's uh, the, I was staying that you guys remember Homewood suites, like those little weekly places you could yeah. stay at like a yeah. hotel. Yep. So, um, I stayed there because I hadn't had a place to stay yet. And my, the guy that was in the room next to me got robbed. His place got robbed and stabbed. Now to give you a little perspective, Jared, that from here, it was off of Olive and 19th Avenue. Oh, yuck. Yeah. That's so I had no clue what that was. Get that's to. where the really hardened old people hang out. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's where, yeah, I was a little wet behind the ears. Uh, it's the furthest West I'd been. And, um, that's hilarious. I didn't, I thought circle K was just what you saw on Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I didn't realize it was a real thing. <laughs> and, uh, and there, I had one of those by me. So, but my neighbor got stabbed and robbed. Oh my so gosh. I was like, what just went, like what happened? And I kind of freaked out a little bit. And I called, listen, I'm not ashamed. I called my mom. Mm, of course I you picked did. up my phone. I said, mama, I'm coming home. She's like, she no, said, you're not. She said, no, you're not. That's funny. And I said, okay. But uh, so I was maybe out here a month or so, and um, and uh, I, I I found that you could actually. So I'm I'm like actually, you, know, you guys maybe can relate. So I really still had no clue where I was going to go with my life. Like I thought I had an idea, but I got out here. I'm like, I'm not so sure I want to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. And I found out in Arizona that you could that there was a bar that you could do bull riding at. Oh, nice. It's called Mr. Lucky. He says, oh, it's not there anymore, but it was, it, it was a really bad area of town. But somebody invited me to it. So I'm like, hey, listen, I come from the country. Like, this is something I can, like, I, bull riding was a thing where I come from. I'm like, at least it kind of feels like home. So I went and did it. And uh, I thought, I think I can do that. That's cool. And this was, I did not have any drinks before, and it was just, I thought I could do it. <laughs> um, and so I tried it. And uh, and this was the like the first time I ever did I was ever bull riding was at a bar in Phoenix Arizona oh and uh, turns out when you're a wrestler you got really good balance like mm. you got really good weight ratio so you're really good on your feet really good with balance well that's what it takes for bull riding and also to not be scared to death like you gotta <laughs> be a little uh, either crazy or super brave and I think I was probably more crazy than, than brave but um, I gave it a shot and it also kind of derailed me but that that actually took me to a weird phase of life because. Shortly after I got a DUI, which by the way puts a damper on your criminal justice degree. <laughs> it's probably, yeah. At least, in, you at least, you, you know. You should know it's frowned upon. Right. At least west of the Mississippi or west of the Colorado. Wait, the mm-hmm. Rocky Mountains. There you go. Because you're from Indiana. Yeah. It depends yeah. on where you're at. But I right. think more often not, it's frowned upon. Pretty much. Uh, but, so, you know, I did a, I did a, uh, I did a 24 hours in Tent City, which by the way is, uh, was Sheriff Joe Arpaio's old mm-hmm. Kent, um and what's interesting is I went in there and I saw four people I knew. Oh. Were they all senators? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was really weird. Um, uh, but we played cards. <laughs> watched, watched a little TV. Drank a little. Uh, no, not in Tent City <laughs> with our pile. Yeah. yeah. No. And uh, anyway, but it kind of changed the trajectory of my life because I thought, uh, well, you know, clearly that's off the table. And I think I was kind of relieved because I knew I didn't really want to do that anyway. Mm. Um, so it took the pressure off of me wanting to do that. So now I had an excuse to not have to do it. But um, I did like take into this bull riding thing and I got good at it. And I was winning like a little bit of money. Like you would maybe walk out. If you went in and you had to pay, say, 50 bucks to just to enter in and you could walk out if you won with like $300, which to me seemed like a lot of money at the time. Right. We're talking 2000. Uh, yeah, like 2000. So, uh, 
I joined the, I got good enough and I joined the Pro Rodeo Cowboys Association That's as a bull rider. Awesome. <laughs> I never knew that. I never knew you did that. That's funny. So if you ever go in my office, um, when you're back in next time, go and look, you'll see one of these big blown up pictures of me doing a, uh, a bull riding at Rawhide where I won on a, a bull called Bud Light. Okay. So I've seen that picture. I didn't know that was you. That's me, man. I'll just put oh, a picture man. of a random dude riding a bull on the floor <laughs> well, in my office. You never know. <laughs> Who's that guy up there? I, I don't guess know. with me, you're right. Yeah. I, just, I just like those chaps. <laughs> you like, that's right. Yeah, I was going to say, if, he, if that was what it was, he'd have another secret. It wasn't just that I was a bull rider. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Urban Cowboy? By the way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those wrestlers. Yeah. Kid, those yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, well, so um, I would I did that for uh, two years, and um, and it's a really difficult uh, way to make a living. Yeah. <laughs> um, turns out uh, you gotta be really good to make it work, and um, and it. But I've got some amazing memories that, and experiences which uh, I'll never ever forget. And how I got out of it alive, I really don't know, but I am grateful. So thank you, Jesus. Yes, uh, for pulling me through. Um, but I did finally find my uh, niche. You know, I had, uh, my, I've got four kids. I've got three girls and a boy, mm. um, oldest being 20, youngest being five. So I'm mm. busy constantly. <laughs> um, yeah, three girls. That was by, sh- by, this was certainly on purpose. So again, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I got the message loud and clear. Uh, so I started to, uh, figure out what am I going to do with my life? And, and, and I went to work for a local yellow page company, which I knew nothing about, but I was really good at talking to people. Um, I had no idea that my life was going to go down this path of marketing. And uh, what I learned was that I did not care. I didn't care for the yellow pages because I really believe in it. And it was kind of starting to phase out at that point too. If you guys, I mean, you might know how much you guys ever paid attention to that, but yeah. phone book was like, what you put in your chair to make you taller, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, or it was a good doorstop. Or guess what? It's also a good fire starter. Um, you're trying to get the fire going. So you're saying that Yellow Pages phased out? Oh, yeah. Said the guy with oh, the yeah. Android. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, put down the stone and chisel, Scott. Um, so, so, sorry. I'm, I apologize. I don't have to that. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. <laughs> he knows it. <laughs> there it is. I hear that laugh. <laughs> it's uh, so I went down this path of they started rolling out internet marketing and I and I liked it because I do like numbers. Um, I like to I like that you could actually tell what was coming in from what we what I was actually selling. So you know, believe it or not, I actually wanted to feel good about what I was selling to people. <laughs> um, that was pretty important, and but I also needed to believe in it, and um, and and, and it was. A, something I just, I, I was genuinely interested in and I started to feel passionate about it and I was good at it. And, but what was happening is the companies I was working for um, weren't producing. And so what I was selling, the results weren't there and I would have to go look the customers in the face and come up with some good reason why it didn't work. And that felt awful. Hmm. So I didn't, that is not how my mama raised me. <laughs> um, and I decided, you know what, I'm gonna learn how to do this on my own. I was really good at selling it, so why not do it too? And so, thankfully, my sister worked at this little bitty company called Google um, <laughs> back in early 2000s, and she got me in for some really cool trainings. And uh, my brother-in-law, who was there, was employee like number 26, so he was wow. there super early. Wow. Uh, started teaching me this little thing called search engine optimization, which is kind of ironic if you think about it, since Google's like that's really the practice of manipulating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google's algorithms and yeah. search results. 
but he knew it really well and taught it to me. And so I went to step that on my own, being the high risk guy that I am, <laughs> uh, stepped that on my own and uh, found a little niche, man, and really started my own company in 2008 back in Indiana. I went back there to, thought, I thought, if I'm really good at this in Phoenix, I'll be phenomenal in Indiana. I'll be like the best internet marketing guy ever. So <clears throat> at this point in time, I'm with my, now with my wife and I, I sell her on going to Indiana. So what I did, I took her there in fall. <laughs> I'm like, look how beautiful this place is, man. We should move here. Like, it's like this all the time. It's so nice. Uh, fall lasts three weeks in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes straight into that snow, slush, icy, just yeah. nasty until like, you know, April. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I got her in there and we started the business. And um, I think it's important to mention uh, and uh, that between the time I was working in the Yellow Page world and um, and starting my own company, I became super arrogant, um, mainly mm. because I was a really good sales guy and I had a big ego and I thought I kind of did it on my on my own. Uh, turns out uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> turns out turns out that I was getting exactly what I paid for. Mm. Um, you know, getting this ego was uh, was something that was something I had to change, you know, but I didn't recognize. You can't change what you don't recognize. I buy two houses. This is why I'm in Indiana. So I have felt like I was a baller. I had made a ton of money and I had a house in Arizona. I bought a house in Indiana. <laughs> um, not a lot of people know this about me. <laughs> um, so I'm sharing this. This is an exclusive. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, if you share too much, so, Scott will start crying. So be careful. <laughs> well, that's yeah. right. Jared will cry. I know him. Uh, you, shut up. So um, I get there and uh, I've got two houses and started my own company. Turns out, uh, it's really difficult to make money in the beginning. <laughs> and uh, when you have to build it yourself, you know, you're selling all day and then building all night. You really have zero quality of life. But I went from making, say, a quarter million dollars a year to now making maybe 20000 yeah. 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 Um, And that certainly doesn't sustain two homes. <laughs> so I lost one. I lost a house in Phoenix early on. Hmm. And we had this huge, beautiful, like 5,800 square foot home. And I had to... Uh, work from my room with space heaters and a towel under the door to have heat. Yeah. And, uh, but it was actually a pretty awesome moment for me because it was, it changed the course of my life. What it did was it set the stage for my future because I was able to suck it up and learn to be humble and realize that, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't doing this on my own. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I'll never forget it, man. Like we, Ann and I were just talking, my wife and I were just talking about this and our kids, you know, we try to really keep them humble. And, and that's why we do so many charitable things is that, you know, I learned a valuable lesson early on, which I thought was to carry me all the way through the rest of my life and through my family and whoever, whoever else I can impact along the way. But I found my niche, baby, and I'm good at it. Internet marketing was my thing. Um, and, you know, the company just really grew from being exceptional and bringing in exceptional employees uh, like my man G-Rab, which is what we call him. <laughs> um, it's his gangster name. Yep. Uh, Holla. <laughs> And by the way, I got a funny story about Jared. I'm going to tell you. Oh, um, Lord. But, That's weird because when we were growing up, his gangster name was Boo Radley. But... <laughs> <laughs> Boo Radley? I don't remember that at all. Uh, What's so, up, Boo? Boo. What's so about that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more about that I, right? at some point for sure. <laughs> oh, it just had to uh, do with his inability to get a tan. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's good. Well, I, uh, so I'll fast forward to this too. Um, you know, 
that's how I got into the whole business in the first place is uh, I just, I really didn't know what else I was going to do. And I found a niche and I was passionate about it and I was good at it. And uh, I was just crazy enough to think I could make it into a national company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I did. And then, and now it's a really international business and um, yeah. we are in three separate countries. It's pretty mind blowing to think of it. So it's been a pretty cool ride. Um, we have an amazing, like, listen, when you do, when you're in business together and all your employees, my employees are my family. And uh, we might fight like brothers and sisters, you know, because of our passion and believe in it. But, you know, if somebody from the outside comes in and tries to mess with my brother and sister, we're going to fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of the mentality that we got. So, um, man, it's so fun. And we're having the coolest Christmas party this year. <laughs> I can't so, wait. Could you, can, are you able to run down the lineup for us of the just the acts that you've announced so far? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, um, quite a segue uh, yeah. from... <laughs> being in a house with no heat and run yep. pl- plug in space heaters. But the thing is this year clearly um, had its challenges um, mm. for us. It's, we are a culture company. We're a heart company first and, and, and culture was super challenging this year to maintain it virtually. Yeah. And, um, but my team powered through and we crushed it this year by doing good for each other and doing good for our customers. So I believe, and my wife believes we need to have a major celebration hmm. of them, not hmm. us of them. So we went all out on the Christmas party this year. Like we have quadrupled what we've ever spent on a Christmas party. Oh my gosh. Um, and we decided, let's bring in some acts. Let's like bring in, let's have a concert and celebrate like with the concert. So I reached into my uh, old school CD case. <laughs> <laughs> some of them, even a cassette tape. <laughs> wow. Nice. That's where we're going, fellas. <laughs> and decided we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. Now the problem is we got a lot of millennials at work for us. Yeah. So this might this some of wasn't as appealing to, but I brought in the opener, three artists. First one being uh, Young MC, Bust a Move. Remember that song? Nice. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Don't just stand there, bust a move. Right. So uh, number one, he's the opener. That's all really the only song he's got. So like he's gonna hype <laughs> us up, get us going, and hand it off <laughs> to our next artist, song he's got. which would be. Tone Loke. Oh, yeah. Wow. Tone, baby. So, also, yeah, tone Loke. so you're moving up gradually by songs. Like Young MC had one song, Tone Loke had two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two. So the next guy has three. He's got four. Oh, he's got four. four. Okay, good. Yeah. He's got he's got four. Uh, I would say three that are more known than the fourth. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for that fourth. He's got to open up some new material. He's got to try it out. <laughs> well, listen, they also got to fit within our budget. Right. <laughs> so uh, the closer would be uh the gangsta's paradise man himself coolio oh nice oh nice yeah. <laughs> i like coolio. so uh yeah it was interesting when we got their writers i gotta share this with you guys so for those listening don't know the writers writer is what the artist gives you that what they want or what they need like if you, you've heard people say i want green m&ms and all that kind of stuff right. well there's some truth to that <laughs> so i got well they want something green but it ain't m&ms that's that's true so I got to share with you guys a couple of things on the writer. I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> so I'm also like, guys, I appreciate your your writer, but it has to be from like 20 years ago. Yeah. Is there ain't no way you're getting these things now from people? <laughs> <laughs> but Coolio wanted to make sure he had some Hooters shrimp. <laughs> Warm. <laughs> Warm, okay? not hot. Warm shrimp <laughs> from Hooters specifically. Uh, I scratched it from the, uh, from the, I, I didn't offer it up. Um, he's getting Costco shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Sorry, Coolio. 
I'm sure he's probably listening, fellas. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You know um, what? Is are they? Because if they are, we're gonna stop this right now. Because they might still have some ties back to the hood. No, <laughs> I'm, not about, I'm not about to get jumped. I ain't scared. You know, so. Hey, so what? Who cares? <laughs> sure, you can say that. I lived in the hood. I know what them cats can do. I'm not in there. That's funny. Well, he's in Vegas. Is he in Vegas? Vegas. Yeah, mm. that's cool. Yo. Um. Anyhow, he wanted some Don Julio. Um, Don, was that booze? Or was that is that hooch? <laughs> it was Don Julio. Tequila. What is that? It's tequila. tequila. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But what nothing. I thought was extra funny was every single one of them wanted fruit juice. Yeah, that's weird. Huh. Well, you got to hydrate after all the booze and the shrimp from Hooters. <laughs> and is, that, is that is that where Hootie and the Blowfish came from? <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> Hootie, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> and uh, so here, you'll like this too. So Coolio's bringing four people with him. That's mm-hmm. part of his little entourage, four people. Yeah. So I don't know if that means four people that are performing with them or what. So, yeah. um, But between the four, they wanted a six-pack of Blue Moon. <laughs> <laughs> so his uh, four people is what? His grandma, his caretaker. His <laughs> caretaker. And Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> so so as you said okay so i'm trying to do the math here that you spent four okay you blew out the budget you got these dudes considering what they make you said you spent four times your normal budget so your past christmas parties you've done for 50 bucks it, easy easy 70, 50 dollars 75 cents so what you saying to us you were like putting out you you were putting out that special bonus reward you're like 50 cents 50 cent I got an idea (laughs) I got an idea (laughs) stop giving away all my secrets man jeez now that's really, now is this being done digitally or live or what? No, man, this is all in person. Like yeah, I'm coming, over okay. this virtual stuff. Like they're coming in. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's great. So do you got to put them in a hotel and all that stuff too? Yeah, yeah. So I originally actually was um, shooting for if you guys remember Naughty by Nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, I met. So how this all came about? Like this is obviously sounds kind of random, but um, we got involved with a lot of charitable stuff too along the way and got to work with some like coach Arians who was a Cardinals coach at the time and his wife and got involved in their charities and then Larry Fitzgerald's charity and Pat Peterson's charity and kind of once you get in that little circle yeah you can you're pretty much in and they would bring us in and and from that we would meet their PR agents or their publicists and things like that so we went to enough events and and I became friends with uh Larry uh, Fitzgerald and Bruce Arians um like event coordinator if you will and I just stayed friends. And so I just texted her. I'm like, Hey, can mm. you get naughty by nature? Cause she had him come in for one of Larry's parties and mm, yeah. they crush it. Mm. So she's like, they live in Jersey. They're not flying to Arizona. Cause then they got to be quarantined yeah, when they go mm, back. Mm. But she's like, I got an idea. And that's what she calls me. And she's like, young MC lives in Phoenix. <laughs> nice. Uh, Tone Lokes in LA. In, in Sun City. <laughs> <laughs> Sun City, LA. <laughs> <laughs> and he's coming by he's coming by rascal <laughs> awesome. and coolio's in vegas so uh, but yeah man i'm I'm excited it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time and i mean listen you got like at least they've got songs that are kind of cla- like what i would consider class sounds weird to say they're classics Jeez, it makes me feel super old but <laughs> it is what it is like that's what they are and that's why i could afford them oh that's yeah. cool man yeah but it's gonna be a good time so i'm super stoked about it So we're going to pause the show right there and come back next week with the second half of our interview with Chris Yano. 
just a heads up that we will be doing a live show on Thursday, December 17th. We're going to have music, prizes, and hopefully a special guest or two. It's going to be really cool. So keep your eyes out on our social media and our email list for more information on that. Thank you so much for listening to the Comedy Food Truck Podcast, and we will see you all next week. Next week.